Welcome to Mama Moon's Journey. My name is Emily Luna, and I am your host of this crazy journey you are taking a part of. Episodes include, and are not limited to, mommy parenting topics, work-life experiences, and frankly, any other topics that I can speak about with an organic perspective and a genuine passion. Here, you will get a weekly dose of this podcast every Monday, but be warned, life happens, and as a first-time mom, Mondays could turn into Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And if it turns into a Thursday, let's just reschedule for the next week. Anyways, let's dive right on in to the newest episode. Hey guys, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through the small train wreck, also known as the first episode. Um, It's not perfect, but I promise we will get there. And I just want to thank all of you that responded and gave me feedback in regards to the first episode. I truly appreciate it. And without you guys, I cannot get better. I couldn't do what I'm doing today. I mean, I could, but no one would be listening and that would kind of suck. But um, thank you guys. I really appreciate the constructive feedback and um, I promise it will get better and better each time, but it is a learning process and I hope you guys will continue to be patient with me. So I really want to talk to you guys about beating self-doubt And I came upon this topic um, through a poll that I did on Instagram. And you guys had the pick between beating self-doubt and anxiety. Now, with the poll, you guys all kind of went back and forth, but beating self-doubt won. So I'm super excited to talk about it this episode. And stay tuned for episode three, where I will definitely be addressing anxiety because that's something that I'm dealing with myself. and a postpartum reference, but, um, definitely something I want to talk about and share with you guys, because I think it would be therapeutic for me and also maybe a nice insight for you guys and anyone that might be dealing with anxiety themselves. Um, so in today's episode, we will discuss how self-doubt can creep into your day-to-day life when it is most relevant, what triggers might be increasing your self-doubt and how to shut out the noise. Don't forget to rate this podcast wherever you're tuning in from, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor.com, and please leave a review. Five stars is much appreciated, but I am totally fine if you guys think this is complete garbage, and if so, just remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, or at least just put a three-star review on there and then let it out. (laughs) So let's get started. What is self-doubt? To you guys, it can mean something completely different than what it means to me, but I'm just going to try to generalize it, and I hope that you guys all follow along with this. So self-doubt is, for me, moments where you don't feel worthy, maybe you're not feeling like you're working hard enough, or you just feel inadequate overall. So I think just to kind of touch on those three points, moments where I don't feel worthy kind of lie in the parenting aspect of my life when I just feel that I'm not worthy to be Layla's parent. And that's not because I don't want to be. That's not because I don't feel like, you know, I'm doing uh, the best that I can. I just feel sometimes like, how did I get so lucky to be able to be her mom? 
you know, and that's cheesy and corny. And I know some of you are probably like, oh my gosh, it's one of those podcasts, but I'm serious. Like there's times that I look at her and I'm just amazed that me and Jonathan made that little human. Um, so I don't feel worthy all the time. And I'm trying to work on that because it's not fair for her because I'm sure she's going to pick up on that someday. You know, she's going to be like, mom, why are you being weird? Why are you so emotional? And I don't want to be like, oh, it's because I'm not worthy. I don't feel like I'm worthy enough to be in your presence. Even though that's completely how I'm feeling, I don't need to unload all of that baggage onto my little one. Um, I also think self-doubt comes when you don't feel like you're working hard enough. And of course, that goes hand in hand with your career or your career development. But I don't feel like I'm working hard enough sometimes at work, even though I've had a nine hour day, no break, no lunch. I'm, you know, on five hours of sleep and I have a two hour commute to and from work. There's times that I'm like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. And then someone has to like snap me out of it. Usually it's my best friend or my husband or a family member. And they just kind of remind me like, hey, um, not a lot of people drive an hour to work. Not a lot of people are a mom full time. Not a lot of people, you know, try to do things extra on the side, which this podcast is part of that. But, you know, I think it's all worth it. And I'm trying to remember that I am working hard. Um, but definitely that's a big area of self-doubt. Um, I'd also say feeling inadequate and feeling inadequate can be in all aspects of your life. And a lot of us don't want to acknowledge that because then that's kind of telling yourself you're not good enough or admitting that you could improve on something. But self-doubt, it, it just goes hand in hand with inadequacy. You know, you, you feel inadequate. You feel like you can't do something or that you're not physically or emotionally able to do something because you're doubting yourself. It's not because you can't do it because there's always a way where there's a will, there's a way. And I think if you have self-doubt that takes away from it and that just heaps on to the feeling of being inadequate. So, um, those are all things that I think self-doubt are reflective of or what are reflective of self-doubt, whichever way you'd like to spin it. Um, but they do go hand in hand. So when does self-doubt feel the most relevant? And again, for everyone, it's different, but this is my experience. When I'm facing a new task or I'm put in a new situation, there's times that the little voice inside my head is freaking out. And I have to really tell myself like, okay, this is scary. This is new. This is going to be different. It could be exciting, but right now it's scary. And we just have to deal with that first. Um, so I think it's most relevant for me when I'm put um, to a new task or I'm put in a new situation. Uh, when you feel like you're being tested or you are actually being tested, self-doubt creeps in because, you know, what better way to try something new or to, you know, get your head around something when you feel like someone's constantly judging you or you feel like someone is watching every move that you make and you just know, of course, because you are a mind reader that you're making the wrong decision, that you're making the wrong choice, you're answering the wrong question. So when you feel like you're being tested, that can be in any relationship, any work aspect, being a parent, because we all know children like to test us and they do it 
in nonverbal ways. They do it in physical ways. Um, but yeah, I think that's relatable for everyone, kids or no kids, married or not. Um, you just might feel like you're being tested and it could be more of a spiritual religious test. It could be more of a realistic test or an actual, you know, physical challenge. So I think that's when it's most relevant in the second form of that, I guess. And then I think just overall work relationships and parenting, um, that's, it, it just creeps in. What can, what can I say? I really, it's kind of self-explanatory. I could sit here and explain, but, um, you know, it's most relevant self-doubt creeping in when you're working, when you're in a relationship, when you're trying to go through the motions of a relationship, when you're a new parent, when you're a second time parent, when you're a third time parent and your third kid or first or second kid does something that's really weird and out of, you know, the normal. So, you know, those are when it's most relevant. And I think you just have to take it as it comes. You can't take it out of context. You can't, you know, as much as you want to see it for something that it's not, because we all, I think, are guilty of hyping up situations more than we need to, because that's what you do when you're under pressure, when you're nervous, when you're anxious. Um, but I feel like sometimes we just have to take it at face value and just deal with it head on and realize like, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm up against. And this is what I need to do to get through it. So I'd also like to talk about self-doubt triggers. Self-doubt triggers for me, um, the biggest thing, and please, I would love to hear from you guys if you can relate, but when I don't know how to do something, oh my gosh, I feel totally stranded and I just start beating up my own self-esteem because I'm like, wait, I don't know how to do this. And to a lot of people, it might seem silly, but I take pride in knowing how to do everything. And that is when it comes to technology, you know, trying to solve a problem or I don't know, just trying to get through life. I, I like to know what I'm doing and I try to give myself the resources to know what I'm doing, but that doesn't always happen. And that leads me into not having enough resources. So I am lucky to have a wonderful husband who goes through the motions of parenting and marriage and all of that good stuff with me. Um, and I also have the pleasure of my beautiful, probably now outdated iPhone that I can constantly Google everything and anything on. Google is my best friend. So that's like a number one resource. But if I didn't have that, my self-doubt would be even worse than it is now. And I have those resources. So I think just making sure that you have those things, whether it's, you know, a friend to rely on or get a second opinion from your significant other, or, you know, maybe a book, a podcast, or, you know, whatever it is, web searches and mamas or dads, whoever you are, do not search your child's illness on Google or WebMD because sure enough, you're going to find out that your child has three hours to live. And if you don't make them eat vapor rub or God knows what other crazy things. Um, yeah, if you don't do that, they're inevitably going to get some crazy foreign disease. I don't know. 
it's it's just crazy. Every time Layla has any little bumper scratch, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's something serious. We're going to have to take her to the hospital. I'm going to have to quarantine her. What do I do? And then I'm like, oh, it looks like it was just a runny nose. And it was just that, nothing else. So um, use your resources wisely, but don't get crazy. Know when to stop. Know when to back away from the keyboard and give yourself a little break because you can literally drive yourself insane. So I also think the last trigger for me would be being put into the spotlight and not in the good way. Everyone likes a little recognition, or at least most people do. I know I do. Like, if I'm doing a good job, please just tell me. I don't I don't want the whole, like, well, someone here is doing a really good job, and let's be a little more specific on who that person could be, but we're not going to tell you. No, just tell me, and I'm happy. I mean, I don't need it to be shouted from the rooftops, but I do, you know, appreciate some of the uh, acknowledgement at least, but when you're put in the spotlight in a bad way, like maybe let's just say, here's an example. Um, it could be, Hey, my store is up for a review and we're going to get a, a store visit and everything is good. We think it's great. And then maybe a few things come up during the visit and I, I still think we're okay. We're doing all right. And then maybe there's a conference call and my store gets put on the list of what not to do, which that hasn't happened, but I'm always scared that it could because you never know. You could be the store or the person at work that's like, hey, so, you know, because of so-and-so, we're not going to point fingers, <laughs> Emily, um, you're no longer allowed to drink Starbucks in your office because she spilled it everywhere and ruined a thousand dollar computer. Now that is a a true hypothetical situation, but that's the kind of spotlight no one wants to be in. So last but not least, I like to talk about how to shut out the noise. You really can just put it into what I think would be four simple steps. Number one would be to breathe. And yes, it's that simple. You just have to take a moment and just inhale and exhale. Inhale easy. And I know that it sounds stupid, but a lot of us forget to do that. And I do that constantly. My best friend has to tell me like, Hey, it's okay. Relax. Take a deep breath. And then like, I try to humor humor her and I'm like, "Uh uh there, I'm over it. I'm fine. Let's move on. And she's like, no, seriously, take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. How do they say it in Spanish? Inhala, exhale. Inhala, exhala. That could be completely wrong, and I'm sorry if that sounds super Caucasian, but I was raised by that Caucasian, so it is what it is. Um, so breathing. It's simple. It's easy. It's something that you need to survive, so you just have to do more practicing for that to kind of get rid of the self-doubt, shut everything else out. And, um, the second thing, you just need to find out the underlying reason for why you're anxious or why you're doubting yourself. So there's always a reason for me. There's times that I will have dreams about things and I'll look them up in my dream dictionary. And yes, I have a dream dictionary. I'm not one of those astrology experts. I am not necessarily a believer in psychics and all that stuff, but I don't know when I first met my husband, 
uh, I got introduced to dream dictionaries because my mother-in-law has one. And um, I would just always ask her like, hey, what does this mean if you dream of a spider? What does this mean when you dream of, you know, going to work without your clothes on or something? And she would tell me, and I just really enjoyed how it translated to something that could happen or it meant something positive. And of course, when it means something negative, then you're paranoid for the next week or two weeks or month, however long, and then you eventually get over it. But um, I really enjoy those dream dictionaries. So like I'll have a dream and like one time, this is a true story. I'm not exaggerating or being hypothetical, but I had a dream about a million well, not a million. Oh my gosh. Now I'm being exaggerated. <laughs> but I had a dream about a lot of tarantulas, like little tarantulas crawling all over and I could see them and they kept coming towards me. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want these things on me or around me, but I wouldn't kill them. Like I would just move them or try to like save them so they wouldn't get squished. But I, they just kept gravitating towards me. And I was like, oh my gosh, why do I keep dreaming about tarantulas? I even woke up a, in a separate occasion um, telling Jonathan one time that there was a spatula in the bed and I meant tarantula, but I was so deep into sleep and I do sometimes get up when I'm sleeping or I'll sleep talk. And I just remember like I was standing up outside of bed, like my eyes were still closed and I was like, there's a spatula in the bed. And I met a tarantula because I had a dream that there was this huge tarantula just lingering around and I just couldn't kill it. Like I didn't want to, and I couldn't even if I had tried and I have dreams with spiders a lot. And recently it just bothered me. And I asked my mother and I said, what does it mean? So she looked it up on her app and um, it basically was saying that there was a woman in my life that was going to intimidate me or maybe, um, she was like out to get me or she was like a powerful force that I had to overcome. And sure enough, like a week later, I had my store visit with the CEO of the company and she was super nice, but I was so intimidated. I was like, oh my God, I can't even look her in the eye. She's so exotic. She has this accent. She's beautiful. And she is like a boss lady. Like, I think I'm a lady boss, but she is the lady boss. So, you know, that happened. And I was like, oh my God, that's the reason. This is why I've been feeling this way. And it's true. Like something like that, you could be worried about something so small because you get these, you know, pre-existing um, I don't know, pre-existing concepts of what you think might happen or what you're trying to deal with. And then here comes the self-doubt and the anxiety and the heart palpitations and everything else. So after that, after you find out the underlying reason, after you've taken your 10, 15, 20 inhales and exhales, and you've got a good breathing apparatus, you need to give yourself a pep talk. You need to tell yourself like, hey, you are a boss. You are amazing. You're a great mom or dad, or maybe you have no kids. You're just a great person. And you know, you're awesome. You're going to make it through this. It's okay. If you don't have the answers, you'll find the answers. And if you fail, at least you're learning. You know, it's a learning experience. You have to go through the motions in order to get to the next step. So give yourself a pep talk. And then last but not least, affirmations are your best friend. Now, I really wasn't into affirmations until 
I got into college and I think it was more of like I needed to tell myself like you are going to get through this even though life is crazy you are going to be okay and that's where it started and then I really started learning about what affirmations are how to kind of incorporate them in your everyday life so I try to have a few but my favorite affirmations now at the point that I am in my life is I believe in me my husband believes in me, my daughter will believe in me. And that, again, I'm a cheesy, corny, emotional person. But, you know, think about it. Let's just take a moment and breathe. Find out the underlying reason for my anxiety, which right now is just trying to make sure that I'm successful in everything that I'm doing and that everything that I'm doing has a purpose. And I feel like I'm not at the point I want to be. That is the underlying reason for my self-doubt. And my pep talk would be that I'm working on it. I am trying to improve. I'm trying to get better. And I'm going to get better. It's, It's going to happen. It's going to take time. But I can do it. I know I can. I've done harder things. Giving birth was one of them. I mean, I had a C-section, but anyways, I got through that. And I can probably get through the next thing. And then my affirmation, I believe in me. My husband believes in me. My daughter will believe in me. And those are important to me. Me believing in myself, how am I supposed to have anyone else follow me or believe in me or think that I can do it if I don't believe it myself? And I will say I don't believe in myself all the time, but I'm working on it. I am under construction and I am working on me. So I believe in me. I think I can get there. My husband believes in me. He knows I can get there because he has seen me do it. And he reminds me constantly that he's seen me do it and that he supports me. And I just have to remember that, that my husband believes in me. And last but not least, my daughter believes in me. Or no, my daughter will believe in me. She's still small. She's still developing as much as I would like to think that she is Mozart and she understands every single word that I'm saying, which she, she picks up on things. She picks up on emotions. She is smart, but you know, she doesn't understand the concept of mommy is working really hard for you right now, or mommy is trying to do this so she can support us this way, or mommy is trying to do this for you. She doesn't understand that yet, and I know that, so I like to say my daughter will believe in me because as she grows, I want her to see that she can believe in me, and I know that eventually she will if I just continue to try to be successful and I work hard at it. So again, I believe in me, my husband believes in me, my daughter will believe in me. Now, I really would love for you guys to find an affirmation that is good to you. And you should add an affirmation to your daily routine in the morning before you start your day. So maybe when you're in the mirror and you're brushing your teeth, just give yourself, start out with one affirmation. Maybe just say, I believe in me. I believe in me. I believe in me. Say it five times, five to ten times if you want. And then start your day. And then keep reminding yourself throughout the day. Maybe when you're taking your first break, say, I believe in me. Now there's going to be moments where you have that huge overcoming sensation of self-doubt, but you have to just remind yourself, I believe in me. I believe in me. I will get through this. 
And then do that periodically out throughout the day. And then as you feel more comfortable, add on a new affirmation, something that you want to achieve, something that you want to embody. And I guarantee that you will start to feel that way. I'm not an expert. And like I said, I'm under construction too, but I think that's just the secret, like affirming to yourself that you can do it, that you can be what you want to be, that you will be what you are achieving and trying to strive and be, you will. So put it out there in the world and it will come to you. It takes time. Nothing happens overnight, but just put it out there and it's going to come back to you. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and please don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and you can now follow me on Instagram at Mama Moon's Journey and that's M-O-M-M-A for Mama Moon's Journey. I hope that you guys will continue to follow me on this adventure that I'm taking and continue to listen in on Mondays. And again, please be aware that I am still trying to get a hold of this. So a Monday could turn into a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And like I said, if it's a Thursday, we're just going to have to reschedule. But again, please rate, review, and go follow me on Instagram. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. And as always, stay true to yourself.